Hey, 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 folks. I am Brandon Beliso, and this is Mindful Meditations, where mindfully we focus on our breath and through specific intentions. And, and I'm not alone, even though many of you are listening to this after the fact. I'm grateful to have generous and kind souls share their energy, their time and space with me to create a stronger collective where we can mindfully meditate to create balance and serenity and to also focus on our intentions and so gratefully they share their intentions here and i appreciate the sense of vulnerability and transparency i believe for me that's a big part of healing i posted a video on that and people asked me why am i so transparent it's because it takes a lot of energy to perpetrate a fraud. It takes a lot of energy to put up a facade. I really want to be raw and vulnerable. And so transparency is a life skill, I would call it, that I choose to practice a lot, a lot, a lot. <clears throat> so our intentions is to breathe and relax after a long day. I know what that's like. It really is. And, and, and for me, if you can visualize this for one moment, that if we live from purpose, whether that's being a writer, whether that's um, supporting somebody elderly in our family, whether that's healing people, whether that's research, or in my case, fulfilling my purpose of helping people live their best life. If you truly live from purpose, ironically, I don't run out of energy. I feel ignited. I feel like, yeah, I could just keep doing this and doing this and doing this. And so maybe we can shift that a bit and be mindful throughout our day that maybe taking time to meditate and be mindful of your breath might give you that kick at inertia, right? It might be better than a cup of coffee. Even. I don't know about that. Um, another one of our intentions here is for patience and acceptance. You know, that's a big one. Patience is to wait in a good way. That's how I teach it to four-year-olds in, in our martial arts classes. Patience is to wait in a good way. So as an adult, how do I do that? How do I wait in a good way? I believe to be mindful of what that means to me. If I know I'm going to be standing in a long line, I'll make sure to bring a book. I'll make sure to... Um, maybe have something on audible you know different things like that if i'm going a long trip i plan where you know where i'm gonna stop i have water i have my snacks music there's so many things we can put in place to help cultivate the type of patience to get through things but i think the second part of that is really the key acceptance acceptance is to respect people and situations we may not agree and there's many things in this world we don't agree with. There's many people we don't agree with. But do we have the empathy? Do we have the tolerance? And do we have the patience to accept people, places, situations for what they are? And truly, to be accepting, I have to practice being non-judgmental. So as we meditate, let's focus on that. If I truly want to be accepting and own the life skill of acceptance, I need to breathe in empathy, to be understanding of people and situations, to be patient, to wait in a good way, tolerance. Tolerance is a big one, right? To, to really accept people takes a lot of humility because often we don't liken people 
what we truly don't like within ourselves. So we tend to project that. It's almost like a mirror on me. When I see something about somebody I don't like, it's really a hard reflection of my shortcomings often for me and the things I really need to work on. So as we meditate, just be mindful of that. Not necessarily let it do anything, just, oh, okay, well, why is it that I'm not accepting of this situation or this person? What, why is that? You know, what inside me is, is raising its hand and saying, you know, hey, maybe I need to look inward and I need to reflect upon this. Because the reason I share that, because the only thing I can truly be accountable for is myself, is myself. So maybe by being more accountable to myself and what I'm feeling, I will it'll allow me to be more accepting of people, places, and things. Cool? So it's a three-step process. Cup our hands this way, the, the, the knuckles of the right hand on top of the left. We're going to bring it down three inches below the belly button and then turn it palms up. My hands act as a vessel, right? It's a vessel and it's like a bowl. And I'm going to bring my breath into that bowl. Why? Because that is where your chi or your ki is. It's one thing to bring in the good air, but to turn that, that air and ignite it into something so much more, it needs to marry with our chi or our ki. Close your eyes, look up into your eyelids in the middle of an inch above. That is your third eye or your intuitive side. Very powerful, especially in women. A woman's intuition is not a cliche. It is a fact. I grew up with four sisters and it is a fact. A woman's intuition is so powerful, but I believe culturally women are taught not to trust that, not to honor that. I think in many ways it scares uh, men as a whole. So they want to do everything they can to suppress that. I would encourage every woman that's here with us to really trust your intuition because it comes from within, in, right? In, and then tuition. Tuition to me is payment, money, right? In, tuition, think about that. So inside you is where your true wealth lives, ladies. In, tuition, think about that, okay? So look up into your eyelids in the middle inch above, that is your intuition. Give your breath a color and see the color of your breath come into your nose, down your throat. See that color fill your chest. But our goal is to not let it stop there. Breathe in deeper and push it down into the palms of your hands. And see the color of your breath not like a ball spiraling in the palms of your hands, igniting, oscillating, growing, illuminating brighter and brighter and brighter. And when we can't hold our breath anymore, we exhale through our eyelids and the crown of our head. Now our breath is like water overflowing in a fountain, cascading down your face, your neck, your shoulders, your body, all the way to the bottoms of your feet, creating your aura. And every time we exhale, we create another layer and another layer and another layer cultivating our own personal armor, letting in the good and the positive, but repelling the negative. Be mindful of your breath and create your aura.
your breath. Give it a color. See that breath come into your nose. And go down your throat and into your chest. Breathe a little deeper, pushing it down into your belly. Let it sink, sit there, that deep belly breath, as one would say, and let it oscillate at night. Growing, growing, growing. Feel the good air fill every pore and cell in your body. And then as we exhale out the bad air, through the crown of our head, through our eyelids, and of course our mouth, even push it out through your pores. We want any bit of dark negative energy that we might have taken on throughout the day, even our own, push it out. And visualize the color of your breath as your aura illuminating all around you, like a boy in a bubble. Or for me, it's like a warm blanket on a cold winter night. When I was a child, then I could shut the door to my room and just sit in my room. out of your tailbone, the roots of a tree, and I want those roots to go deep into the earth, all the way to the core. Imagine those roots, roots wrapping around the core, and visualize the magma coming up the roots, up your spine, spreading out into your nervous system, igniting, again, really anchoring ourselves to become one with the earth. We've heard that in so many forms. It's powerful, the earth is wise. As unpredictable as the earth is, it's very precise. Winter does what winter does. Salmon swim up the creek every spring, legs and down. No question, no thought. Clean execution and delivery. And that certainty is what's in power. So tap into that. Visualize the magma, that orangey color coming up your roots, 
up your spine like channels in a river, spreading outward down your nerves, all the way to the ends of your nerves. That orange color illuminating, igniting us, fully grounding us to the earth in every way. solid, a foundation that's unmovable, strong. The yin to the yang, and the reason that's so important is because now out of the crown of your head, visualize the branches going up into the sky, free, past the clouds, past the stars, past space, into that dream state, nirvana, bliss. But we're free-flowing thinkers, no fear, no hesitation, no restriction, because we're confident in our grounding to the earth and let that go. just like the magma came up through the roots. I want to take the silver, the light of all, the stars, the sun, the moon, all of it, let it come down through our branches. A meeting between the two of the earth and the heavens, bring it down together and let them coexist, co-mingle and meet. third level. Gratitude is one of the highest forms of love. And to be grateful requires me to unconditionally be thankful for everything in my life, not just the good things. So as you breathe in, say to yourself in your mind's eye, I am breathing. And as you breathe out, I am grateful. Breathe in, I am breathing. Breathe out, I am grateful. And now as you're mindful of your breath, I want you to cultivate your gratitude list, everything. I encourage you to include the challenges of the day as well. Because if I wanna heal, 
a part of myself. If I lack patience, and I treat that lack of patience with guilt and shame, I will never, ever be able to earn and learn and embrace patience. Only with a deep sense of gratitude for my lack of patience can I heal that and turn the yin into the yang of true patience. Be mindful of your breath and cultivate your gratitude. Now visualize yourself sitting there. See the picture, this aura radiating out all around you, the roots into the earth, the branches into the sky. And from your center of your chest, this bright light of gratitude just emanating out into the world. And from this place, we can bring our intentions to fruition. From this place, you can cultivate patience. From this place, you can own acceptance and from this place you are truly breathing with purpose and if that purpose is to relax after a long day so be it there's no judgment here if that breath is just to be centered if that breath is just to breathe breathe with your purpose breathe in acceptance breathe in patience and allow the universe to give you those gifts freely, without condition. space you've created. You're always welcome to be in this space anytime throughout your day. 
because you cultivate it. Through your aura, through grounding, through gratitude, through intent. important to say it sound helps reinforce and empower any mental intention so by saying it out loud and hearing it gives you that inertia and then writing it down and journaling is another opportunity to cultivate that intention share in the comments. Hmm. I've missed everybody since the last time we meditated. Being in this collective writes my ship. Hmm. Please, if you have anything you want to share in the comments about this meditation, please do so. I enjoy meditating alone, but there's something unique about a group. And it's like church. They say it only takes two people to create a spiritual connection. And fortunately, there's even more than two. And there's something amazing about that too. As a human being, we need to connect with others and to share breath, to share intent is powerful. I almost fell asleep. That's cool. That was your, your intention, right? was to relax after a long day. So meditation's done its work. Ah, a friend of mine is here with me meditating and he really enjoyed it. Well, welcome friend. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
welcome. I hope since the last time we meditated, everyone invited my encouragement of, to journal about it. So powerful, if I can see it, I can be it. When you write things down and you go back and read them, they take on a whole new life. And that's the thing about word. You know, the written word, as one would say, super powerful. And when you take a pen and you put it to paper, I'm not talking about typing into a computer, not at all. The physical pen to paper, there's this connection that is powerful. And if we can make that a habit, what it reveals to us is amazing, just amazing. Ah, my friend is going through some stuff and said the meditation is really helping to let go. Huh? I think what causes me the greatest suffering is the in-between, right? When I can't hold on, but I can't let go, that in the middle is what creates, because it's so uncertain, right? And I'm running like on... on the scales of Lady Justice. I'm running from letting go to holding on, letting go to holding on, letting go to holding on. And I'm stuck in the middle. And it's a very challenging place to be in. If I just let go, boom, I'm moving on. If I hold on, then I've made the commitment to that. But that space for me in between is really where the challenge is. <clears throat> My greatest suffering is expecting others to change and be the people I want them to be. Well, absolutely. Because people will be who they're supposed to be at that time in their lives, whether they know it or not, or they're conscious to it or not. And that's why for me, I accept the suffering as part of life, whether it's death or people not giving me what I need or they're not acting the way I want them to or them, and whatever the case may be. I believe what causes us the greatest amount of pain is the fact that we can't control people, places, and things. So I recognize that as a human quality. I won't necessarily say frailty or shortcoming because it's just one of the many conditions of being human. So suffering is a part of life. And every Eastern philosophy lives, teaches, and preaches that. Suffering is no less or greater than happiness. It's simply par the course, right? And when we can, <clears throat> our expectations are unrealistic. Mm -hmm. Reality is whatever we create. And our expectations of others can be very realistic in our own mind's eye. And that's also creates tremendous amounts of suffering. So if I am in a relationship and have no expectations, then I'm pleasantly surprised. If they stay, I'm presently surprised. If they go, I'm pleasantly surprised. If we share some quality life, I'm pleasantly surprised. And if we don't, then there's through that suffering, there's a lesson for me to learn. And I don't want to miss out on that lesson. Even at the darkest moments in my life, the light that I'm looking for is the lesson to be learned to allow me to become a better version of myself. So whatever suffering you are going through the yin to the yawn of the dark energy of that suffering is the light that will show you the way out and that is the lessons to be learned because the lessons are there for a reason the suffering is there for a reason and if we can embrace that the potential to be a better version of ourselves is truly ours truly ours cool 
anything else you would care to share in the comments. I am grateful, absolutely, absolutely. Cool. All right, hey, I am Brandon Beliso. This is Mindful Meditations, and as my people tell me, please, if you enjoy this meditation, uh, share it with other people, leave a review at any of the podcast places. I know that's kind of funky right at the end of such love, but if I don't do that, I'm, they're going to scold me later. <laughs> All right. Hopefully I get to see you at the next meditation. I am grateful for you. I appreciate you. I am Brandon Beliso, and until we meditate together again, please, you go out there, live your best life. <laughs>